Hello and welcome to the Nursing Standard podcast. I'm Flavia Munn, editor of Nursing Standard, and I'm here with my colleague, senior nurse editor, Richard Hatchett. Hello, Richard. Hi there, Flavia. Good to be back. Good to have you, as always. So the topic of this episode is nursing student placements during the pandemic. So there have been a lot of issues swirling around about these, whether it's a decision over whether to choose the theory or clinical placement option for the different year groups, or whether it's over the ending of the clinical placements, which of course concern among some students. So Richard, you spoke to two second year nursing students from the University of Dundee, Brian and Dean, who have taken different pathways during the pandemic. Yes, we thought it would be interesting to look at two students who were experiencing the impact of the pandemic and had experienced two different pathway options, the, as you say, the practice placement pathway and the theory pathway, and see if we can do some uh, comparing and contrasting. Okay, well, let's take a listen. The COVID-19 pandemic has produced challenges for us all, not least for students who were progressing along their nursing pathway when the pandemic struck. In the UK, this has produced two pathway options. One is a theory pathway for students during the pandemic, and the other is a practice placement pathway. There are obvious differences between the two. For example, in Scotland, on the practice placement pathway, students receive their bursary, but also a salary as well, which they don't on the theory pathway. This inevitably raises issues of total income equity with some qualified staff. In addition is the issue of pathway choice and how people reach that decision. And to discuss this, I'm joined by two second-year students on the adult pathway at the University of Dundee, Brian Webster and Dean McMaster. So welcome both. And perhaps, Brian, I'll start with you by asking, how did the whole pandemic issue unfold for you at the university? Um, so, so thanks, Richard. And, and I liked what you said about the, the roots there being theory and placement rather than the the, the two um how would you say, the two narratives that we're normally used to hearing opt-in and opt-out, which I don't think are a very good um, way of, of talking about it. But um, I think it started, or we started hearing about it in Dundee just generally in the news when, when more sort of less critical services started to be pulled, such as outpatient clinics and things. And then um, I, I think it was not long after the UK government announced the the, the UK lockdown um, that that the university started to wonder if, if we should still be going out to practice or not. Um, and obviously they had been talking to the NHS and the NMC and such. Um, so so I, I guess there was lots of conversations that, that were ha- happening that the students might not have been involved in. And then... Um, and then it came to the students that you know we would be withdrawn from placement, and uh, I think we were withdrawn for a, a week or so, and then and then the Scottish um, Chief Nursing Officer decided that um, we would be given the option as, as second years and third years in Scotland to to um, either follow a, a theory route or um, an, um, uh, a paid placement route. Um, so the option was given to us. And then there was some eligibility criteria um, dependent on the university, like you had to have, you know, certain, um, you had to have had certain academic work passed. If you had any outstanding academic work, then you might not have been able to go into paid placement and such. Right. So so there was some eligibility um, before you were actually given the choice, I guess. For example, the first years didn't get the choice, so there was no eligibility there um, and then 
areas such as the, the child students here in Dundee unfortunately didn't get the choice because there just wasn't any um, scope to have them out on child relevant placements. I'm just wondering, um, perhaps exploring what the difference is between the the two options because we've kind of said there um, um, placement and theory, it sounds as if one is very practical and one is theoretical, but there must be some overlap. There's that question. And I suppose why, and you may say this is a university question, but it's your, whether you have any perspective on it, why there is a need for two and why not just everybody has the same thing? Because is there a little bit of a need, obviously, to meet workforce needs there? I mean, what was your perceptions? So I suppose the difference between the two pathways and why there needed to be two. Um, okay, yeah, so the, I guess the differences are, um, so again, here in Scotland, we're kind of following a 80% placement versus 20% theory mm. route if you've chosen paid placement. So so my colleagues, um, such as Dean, um, will be doing 80% on paid placement and 20% and where they're able to, if, if they want to, do some theoretical work. Um, but, but obviously, they don't have to. So at the minute in Dundee, um, for example, Dean won't be really doing any academic work and just be focusing on um, the, the, the placement side of things, whereas um, vice versa, so myself. Um, so if you chose to do the theory route, um, you wouldn't be able to go on a placement at all here in Scotland. Um, so you would just be following your academic studies. So a lot of things were uh, brought into second years because, of course, we're both still second years. Yeah. But we had kind of been coming to the end of end of um, academic work or theory work. So so some third year stuff was brought into second year to give us you know structure and stuff to do during this time. Um. So the other part of your question was about why there was a choice and I guess I, I struggled a bit with this and didn't think that there should have ever been a choice and that, that somebody should have made the choice for us mm. and I just said yes everyone's going or no no one's going but then as humans we do we do need choice I think and I think that that would have been in itself a bit unethical to, to for someone to decide but then you could flip that and say well someone decided for the first year someone decided for the child students and so, I mean, students that I spoke to struggled with the choice and would prefer to have it made for them. Um, so I don't know if I could answer your question, Richard. No, no it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, Dean, your perspective on it, you've chosen the placement route, just, just reflecting on what um, Brian was talking about and your own thoughts around your choice. I really just wanted to, because I think it's kind of once in, a, once in a lifetime opportunity, and I just wanted to get that experience really. Was it a clear decision for you, Dean? Did you have to think about the two routes or was it fairly clear what you wanted to do based on um, what they were asking you or the choice they were giving you? No, I, I just I was just focused on doing the, the placement. I never even gave the theory a second thought. I just wanted to get the experience. So does that mean, um, if I've understood it, that you will have to, because you're concentrating on the placement, with the theory, does that still mean that you're aiming to finish on time, but you'll just be doing something different once you've finished this particular placement? Yeah, yeah, I think I'll go into a theory, I think it's August, end of August my placement finishes, so I'll go into the theory that the other guys are doing now when they're on placement. So does that mean, Brian, that you're flipping it then? 
because if the pandemic continues, or this is, we don't know, do we? The anticipation is the pandemic will lessen and things will go back to normal. Yeah, so I think, like Dean says, yeah, we're aiming for uh, certainly in Dundee, and I don't know if it's perhaps Scotland wide or even wider, but yeah, we're aiming to sort of do a direct switch. So Dean and, and his peers that are on paid placement will go back to university. Um, and when I say go back, I don't necessarily mean on campus. Um, we don't know that yet, but we'll switch. So, so the guys will follow uh, the theory route, and then we'll follow or we'll go out onto clinical placement um, when when the services are able to offer supernumerary placements. And Dean, what support is out there? I mean, was it what you expected? Is is it uh, very different to to how you thought it would be in terms of this? Is, you were both saying it's a unique time. Um, the support that was out there was it? Is it a struggle? Is it great? Is it good? Yeah, it's a little different. I've not got the same kind of support. I don't. You don't feel like you've got the same connection to the university. If that makes sense. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I think this is a good point, actually, that, that you make, um, Dean, because I think the assumption for me and for the people on theory was that it would have been the opposite and, and the focus, not, not from Dundee individually, but from the whole, you know, all universities, the focus would have been on the people on placement and and we would have felt a bit less supported as the people on theory. But it's, so it's interesting to see... Um, that it might be the other way around. Um, but I guess, it's, yeah, what Dean's saying is it's difficult because we've obviously got the restrictions, for example, um, you're only going out for essential things, so it's not so easy for somebody to just pop in and see you on the ward, as, you know, like from, from the university, or, you know, you can't just pop in and see your tutor. Or So I could see what Dean's saying, yeah, that you might feel a bit less supported. In terms, of, in terms of support as well, because you know it's 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 just a different world, isn't it? Um, in the support and what you needed out there and what you got. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're more a staff member than a university student, so right. it's not the same kind of support network that you've got. So, is there any kind of detachment then um, that you you become more a more a nurse in practice and less connected to the university because colleagues there, I presume, are not at the university. Yeah, yeah. But don't I don't have like we've got a is it a PEF? I'm not sure what the correct term is, but they're kind of like your support when you're on placement, and they yeah. don't feel like you could actually contact them or because they wouldn't be able to come to the ward anyway to see you, and they don't think you would be able to meet them anyway. So it's kind of you kind of feel like you're on your own a bit, yeah. Even though you've got the support of your senior charge nurses and charge nurses and that, but there's no really a university support. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's different, isn't it? It's 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 very different. Yeah. So just my final point is, any tips or advice you can give the practice side and the university side from the student perspective on what has really worked well and what if we unfortunately had to go through this again that might have been um, a challenge and might have been improved? Do you want to pick up on that one, Brian? Um, yes, yeah, so I think what, what worked well was probably how quick, because obviously this was all very quick and um, we didn't have time, I guess, to be sitting around tables talking about it for months and months at end. So I think, I guess, what has been achieved um, in, in such a short time has been good. Um, and um, I mean, certainly from, from a theory point of view, I mean, has has been good and how everything's been moved online so quickly and, so, and stuff. Um, from from a sort of like something to work on, I guess, would probably be and not just universities, but wider would be the narrative 
um, and you know how, how that might have influenced people's decisions might be something to consider later on if, if God forbid as you say it did happen again and that I guess touches on the thing about you know student nurses being heroes and stuff that, that went out on placement as opposed to what so they get the people that didn't aren't heroes um, yes yeah, interesting um, yeah, context isn't it I mean Dean for yourself things that you thought yeah this is this has really worked well and things that um, perhaps could be worked on to improve things if it happened again I think more university input would be better because I've been shipped from ward to ward. I think I'm on about my fourth ward now, whereas a normal placement is just one ward or one unit or whatever. I think I kind of had more support. And things that did that that were good, things that worked well. I think how quick we got us on placement was quite good. We seemed to have been right on top of it, considering there was like maybe. I don't know, 150 students. And that's just from our year, from second year. I think they've done really well. Okay, well, if I can thank Brian and Dean from up there in Dundee. That's an interesting exploration, and it's always good to get your side of the perspective. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank Thanks. you for having us. Okay, well, thanks very much to Brian and to Dean and, of course, to Richard. So, as always, you can check out the resources connected to this particular topic of the podcast at rcni.com forward slash podcast, where you can also catch up on the podcast series so far. Our podcast is available on Apple or Spotify podcasts, and we'd really appreciate a review there, which just helps other people to find us. So please do let us know what you think. And just a final plug, I would just like to uh, remind you of the student area of our website, which is available at rcni.com forward slash students. So thank you very much for listening.